Welcome to the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today on episode number 34, I'm going to be talking to Jackie about burnout. Now, before we jump into this episode, I wanted to make sure you knew about my mommy affirmations. If you struggle with keeping a positive mindset or just need an extra boost throughout your day, make sure you download my free mommy affirmations that come in various sizes where you can put it in your planner, on your desk, or even on your wall. So head over to realhappymom.com affirmations to download yours today. Now let's jump into episode number 34 with Jackie. All right, Jackie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you on today. We're going to be talking about some fun stuff. But before we get into that, I wanted you to just share a little bit about you and your business. Sure. So I am, uh, well, before I was a life and business coach, like I am primarily now, I have been a nurse, registered nurse for the past 10 years and kind of transitioned into what I was passionate about, which is really helping women to create lifestyles that they that they're proud of, that they want to have, and so that they can have the freedom that they want from with their families. So what I do now is I help them create that freedom through creating businesses that they love, online businesses primarily so that they can be with their families. I also have a podcast myself called the Radiantly Rising Podcast, and I love doing that. Podcasting is super fun. Do you yes. agree? <laughs> oh yeah. This is my favorite thing to do. This and WWE, I do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to have you on, Jackie, because in one particular subject that I wish that we would talk a little bit more about is getting burned out. And as moms, if we're not careful, we'll end up getting burned out from all the demands and responsibilities that come with motherhood and life in general. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that we can do to have a better balance to prevent this? So the thing about balance in motherhood and entrepreneurship, especially, or just motherhood in general, it's so important to give up the idea of perfect balance because so much of us, so many of us are striving for that perfect balance and yet we never achieve it. And then we get so hard on ourselves and then we go through this vicious cycle of just feeling like we're not enough, which is the ultimate feeling of failure. And as women feeling like you're not enough is so incredibly common and it's what everything basically boils down to all of our fears all of our worries and struggles Um, society has taught us this in so many different levels so when it comes to balance I just feel like we need to completely give up on the idea that we are going to ever feel a hundred percent balanced and instead work on being completely intentional with our time and our energy. Really what I call purposeful integration. So I want us to purposefully integrate what we want to feel into every moment of our lives. So say we are trying to balance work and family life. So our, I feel like so many moms want to just say, okay, let's spend In order for me to be balanced, I'm going to spend two hours on my business today and I'm going to spend two hours with my family. And that way I'll feel balanced. (laughs) Like it's this tit for tat situation. And yet then 
like we wake up in the morning, we're exhausted, we're feeling overwhelmed, we have all these millions of things running through our heads of what we want to do, what we need to get done, and then we're spending our two hours in our business, but we're so scattered that we can't even get what we want done in our business and we're not focused and then it's just like a wasted two hours and then we spend two hours with our family and it's like maybe we're exhausted at that point too and we're like we admit it and anyone can admit that they've spent two hours with their family and ended up like on the couch on their phone when their kids are playing or watching a movie <laughs> because we're just tired and so like it, that's not quality two hours. That's not that's not balance to me at all. To me, balance is waking up and being super intentional with your purpose for that day, knowing full out what your purpose is in life, knowing your reasons why for that purpose, and creating a plan for how you are going to get closer to achieving that purpose and feel good at the end of the day. If somebody were to ask you, did you achieve your purpose today? Did you work towards your purpose today? I want you to be able to say, yes, I did. And whether that means, yeah, you know what? I took a self-care day because I was not feeling good and I needed to do something for myself. I needed to leave the kids with my husband, leave the kids with my mom and go take a walk somewhere. It doesn't, self-care does not have to be like getting a massage and a facial and spending all this money on yourself. It can be like, just spending time alone, like watching guilty pleasure TV if you have to, you know, doing something that makes you feel alive, that makes you feel rejuvenated. Or maybe what you need to do that day is you, you've woken up and you feel, oh my gosh, I am so inspired to do this for my business. I have all these ideas running through my brain. I've got to work on this. So maybe you, you need to purposefully integrate much time as you possibly can for your business and figure out a way to do that. And maybe you just need to be a mom that day. Maybe your kids really need you that day and you have got to just spend a significant amount of time with them. And it wasn't what you were planning on doing, but as long as you're purposefully integrating what it is that you intuitively know that you need to do that day, you are going to be working towards balance without even realizing it. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. I like it. And I like how you use this term purposeful integration. I really like that one. I haven't heard that mm -hmm. before. I wanted you to break down purposeful integration just like to the basic, basic meaning. So moms that are listening are like, okay, I can do that and implement that every day. Right, right. So first of all, I think it's super important to get crystal clear on your purpose in in life. And yeah, if your purpose is to just be a mom and raise these human beings, that's an incredible purpose. And that is part of all of us. We, we all want that for our kids. And some moms, that's all they want to do. And that is completely fine. That is wonderful. Because I feel like raising kids is already an investment in and of itself. Like we are investing significant amount of our energy and our time into creating like a slice of this next generation and that's that's a beautiful thing however there are many of us who we want even more than that like we want we have even a deeper higher purpose and we want to serve a greater amount of people in this world we want to make a bigger impact on a lot of people we want to be an example for our children of how to do that and if that is part of what you're about then 
get crystal clear on who it is that you want to serve, what it is you want to do. And I have a whole process that I go through with people to help them find that purpose. But at the end of the day, have a purpose. When you are deeply connected to that purpose, you are able to show up better in your life for your kids and for the people that you are meant to serve. So that's number one. And also I feel like there's separate from us as moms having a purpose. I also think it's important for men to have a purpose too. And I think that it's, there's like nothing sexier than a man who's deeply connected to their purpose. <laughs> so if you can agree with that, yes. <laughs> because I, I just feel like your marriage will then also be stronger if you guys can both have conversations about this. And marriage is also a huge part of, or your marriage health is also a huge part of your balance, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a family, family woman, if you're a, a married mom, First of all, it's getting that deep connection to your purpose. And then every day, especially in the morning, I think that we need to do something for ourselves. It's not always going to happen that way, but I feel like self-care, self-pleasure, all that kind of stuff, making yourself happy and doing something for yourself as a human being and a mother is something that we deny ourselves way too often and way too, it's just way too much. If we can make that with purpose and intention, doing something for ourselves every single day, that is going to help us to get into a creative flow, into a feminine energy that maybe we haven't connected with because it's, we're so like, it's too easy to be on this hustle, hustle, grind mode that we can get burnt out so easily like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So if we can understand our purpose, get deeply connected with it, do something for ourselves every day. It doesn't have to be every single morning because that's, I mean, let's be real, it's not going to always happen. But maybe for you, it is waking up in the morning and doing something like meditating, just connecting with your higher power. Or if it's having a cup of coffee outside or reading a book, something that's going to fill your brain, something that is just not reacting to your outside world. You know, nothing that's like just scrolling social media and just seeing what you end up putting in your brain, like Mm -hmm. putting something purposefully in your mind and doing something with purpose that's going to help bring you closer to that sense of peace throughout the day. If you don't already have a plan, which I feel like if you can have somewhat of a plan for what you want to accomplish, or even if it's like not for a day, if it's just having something that you want to accomplish for the week you know, then that way you're not feeling so pressured at the end of the day, feeling like, oh my gosh, I didn't get my to-do list done. And just understanding also that we all have to-do lists a mile long and that's okay. You know, don't not feel like you have to get everything done off your to-do list every single day. It's just not realistic and it's okay to leave some things. It is so important actually to celebrate every single thing that you get off of your to-do list. Because when we celebrate, we put ourselves into this, because celebration and gratitude, those are the two high vibrational, most high vibrational energies that you can ever put yourself in. So the more that you can put yourself intentionally into a state of gratitude or celebration, the more that you are going to actually be able to get done in the future. So rather than getting hard on ourselves about what we haven't done, focus on what you are able to accomplish because Holy moly, you guys, we are moms. Our lives are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like getting stuff done is 
hard. And if we can get something off our to-do list, especially if we can be moms and entrepreneurs, it's hard, but it is so possible. It is so doable. So having that belief in yourself and then just really, really getting crystal clear on what it is that we're trying to get done and doing it with the energy that we know that we can, with the belief that we know that we can. None of this like half-assing what we're doing. Like let's, if we want to do something, let's get in it and, and be intentional with it. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Hopefully. Yes. No, I'm totally with you on that. So Jackie, you were getting into some of it, but I wanted you to help some of the moms that may be listening that have already identified that they are burned out. So mm-hmm. I want you to give us some tips on how to get out of the funk of the whole burnout. That's, I mean, we all are there and it can either be a short-term thing or a long-term thing, Mm -hmm. but I I think it really comes back to self-care, ultimately taking care of yourself. And I feel like, like I said, we deny ourselves of that way too much, but if you're feeling burnt out, first of all, you need to identify, okay, am I feeling burnt out because this is not what I meant to do? This does not excite me anymore. Because if it doesn't, if what you're working towards doesn't excite you anymore, doesn't light you up at all, then maybe we need to work on pivoting or changing completely what you're doing. I've talked to moms who have had businesses for like tax accounting and it's like, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur because I want to have this you know, lifestyle for my family where I can work from home and this is my skill set from before. So this is what I'm just kind of moving myself into. But okay, the question is for them, is that what you're meant to do? Is that what lights you up? Is that what you really feel excited about doing? Do you feel like you're changing lives by doing people's taxes for them? You know, just because at one point in your life, you decided to create that as a career does not mean that you are stuck in that for the rest of your life, or you have to create something out of that skill set forever. So you need to really evaluate is what you're doing and working on something that lights you up. And if it's not, we need to work on moving out of that and discovering what does light you up. Because if you're moving towards your passions and not just your hobbies, sometimes you can keep your hobbies for yourself. You don't have to create a business out of your hobbies, but like, what is it that you really want to do? Because that's going to help drive you towards happiness. And then also ask for help. We are so independent minded that we sometimes forget that it takes a village, that our tribal instincts or the way that we were built was in tribes, in communities. And the way that society is set up now is that we are supposed to just do everything ourselves. It's not good for our mental health. It's not good for our kids. It's not good for our marriages. It's not good for our, it's not for for our businesses or anything, if we can really understand that we can ask for help and that's okay from whoever, uh, and don't be afraid to reach out to, you know, your parents, your in-laws, your community, maybe a Facebook mom's group. Those are great places to find people locally to maybe do some trades with, Hey, you watch my kids. I watch yours. Ask for help. It's okay to do that. Uh, That will help give you time to work on whatever it is that you need to for your self-care or towards your goals or just towards rediscovering and reconnecting with yourself and your purpose so that you can get rejuvenated and feel like less burnt out and more like you go from burnout to breakthrough essentially if you can give yourself that time. At the end of the day, 
taking messy action because as long as you're moving towards whatever it is that you're working on, you're going to get somewhere. If you're feeling stuck, that's just a complete hallucination of your mind. Nobody is ever truly stuck. And when you keep saying, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck over and over again, that's sending a message to your subconscious mind that you can't move forward. But if you simply just do something every day to get yourself out of that feeling, you are going to eventually get momentum, but you have to move. That's the only way anyone makes impact is by moving and by taking uncomfortable, scary action that is aligned with your purpose. It is aligned with the intention that you have to set every day, every week, every moment over and over again. That was really, really good. And I just wanted to highlight really quick. It was three major things that I got from what you just shared. Definitely want to stop and evaluate if what we're doing just doesn't excite us anymore. And it's mm-hmm. okay to pivot and to change. And yeah. I am so glad you said that because I feel like a lot of times, especially for people who are like me, who feel like, you know, you have to do A, B, C, and D in order to have this life that has D, E, and F in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get into this dream that we had for ourselves and we we pretty much reach it but then we're just like okay I don't like this anymore like I want to do something else so I'm so glad that you said that because that is definitely something that I think we need to take more time and evaluate what we're doing because I feel like a lot of people are doing things especially their jobs that they absolutely hate (laughs) and they can probably change that up really quick and notice that yeah their income may be a little bit different but they'll be happier and be able to contribute more to the world and society. But that's just me on my soapbox. And then number two, ask for help, because I know this is a big one that we don't do. And then three, taking messy action. I like how you said that. So that's really, really, really good. And you touched on it briefly, a little bit about self-care. I wanted you to go into that just a little bit more, just because I know we hear so much about self-care and how to practice self-care, but I just want you to share with us, one, what you feel like self-care looks like, and then how we can prioritize self-care in our daily lives. So for me, I want to kind of just share a little bit of a story of how self-care really started for me. So to go back a little bit, I was a registered nurse for almost 10 years, and I got into that because I was in scarcity mode and wanted to get a job that was reliable, that I would always be able to have a job. Uh, Entrepreneurship is something that I always wanted to have, but it scared the crap out of me because of the unpredictable income. And I grew up with very little and didn't ever want to experience what I experienced with just the uncertainty if I was going to be able to pay rent or if we were going to have a place to live or a car. Like It was just really scary. And so I avoided that by going to a safe job that I ended up not loving. And for so long, it put me in this just high stress mode that deteriorated me (laughs) completely. I mean, I know that you have worked in healthcare essentially too. I don't know where you're coming from. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like my intentions were good, but what it provided me was basically lessons. And that's all I can say because We can fail over and over again, but it's never a failure. It's only a failure if we don't pull the lesson out of it. And boy, did I pull a huge lesson out of of that, right? So 
I got to a point in my life a few years ago where I was so deteriorated. I was so exhausted. I had like a newborn and a toddler. I felt like I was burning the stick at like 25 ends, if that's even possible, you know, like working hard. I was in school to have my, get my bachelor's of nursing. I was like getting a board certification. I was trying to manage I had two jobs. Like I was just so done. And then I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to build a business. So I built, I started building a business, which is like, you know, clearly the best time to do that. Right? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> just to build chaos on top of chaos. And I got to this point where I was snapping at my kids. My husband and I were not doing good financially. It was horrible. Like when you are so scattered in your life and you're trying to work on all these millions of different things, it's not going to end well. And it's going to basically, it's going to burn you out in every area possible. So I was researching ways to build a business in an authentic way. And I kept discovering over and over again, all these people that I was admiring online that were building these businesses that were so beautiful that they all started with going to a Tony Robbins event. And I was like, okay, that sounds like impossible. <laughs> like, how am I going to get myself to a Tony Robbins event, even though it sounded really great and everything. Mm -hmm. But then someone online who I followed offered a discount to her followers and he was coming to like, you know, just one state away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I should go. Should I go? And so I texted my friend. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to Tony Robbins with me? And she's like, yes. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're going. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I figured it out. Like I started selling stuff out of my closet. I started picking up extra shifts. I didn't even know why I was doing this. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I, I want to go to this. I feel like I just had this feeling and women, we need to not ever discount our intuitions. That is something that we are born with. It, it is so innate to us that we have been taught to ignore over and over again. But when we can deeply connect to our intuition by connecting to our purpose, it's we need to listen to that. So when you feel like you need to do something, you need to figure out a way to do it. And once you make that decision, things will start coming into place. And Anyway, I did end up going to the Tony Robbins event. It changed my entire life. I realized that I need something like that to fill my cup up. And that was like the ultimate form of self-care for me because I was able to reconnect with a part of me that had been missing for so long and understand what I need to do every single day in order to reconnect with my kids, with my husband, with my business that I wanted to create. It was such an empowering experience. I can't even describe it to you. What that self-care did for me, it was like the macro self-care, right? So it's like what I, now it's what I do every four months or so is I go to a big event like that. And some people will say, that's not realistic for me. I could never do that. And maybe if you have like a newborn and you're breastfeeding, like it's just not something that you can do right now on that scale. For me, I started doing it when my daughter was two and my son was a little, I think he was five. And so I was able to, it was hard, but I left my kids for four days mm -hmm. and I did this. It was really hard. But once I did it, I realized 
they're okay without me for a little bit of time. It's good for my husband to be able to handle that on his own for a little bit too. Mm -hmm. And for me, I can fill myself up with so much inspiration and education of how I'm going to move this plan forward that I do it over and over again because it always puts me back in that space of filling my cup up. And then I also learn from that what I need to do every day to fill my cup up. And that's going to be different for everybody. It can be simply reading a book, like a guilty pleasure book or a self-help book that's going to give you some strategies and tools. It can be something like painting your nails. It, to me, it's also having a dance party every day. That's something that I also got out of going to Tony Robbins is I literally... I have like dance music, guilty pleasure dance music, and I will dance every single day to myself or with my kids for at least like 30 minutes because it puts me in that peak state, that state where I feel so good and so happy and so alive that from that state, from that energy, I know I can do anything. It's when we're constantly in this like depressed mode or this feeling of like being in our heads and not knowing what we're going to do or not knowing how to do what we want to do. That's when we are not creative. That's when we are not going to get much done. But if you can get yourself out of that and learn how to get yourself out of that state in an instant by getting into a peak state, into a, in a place of happiness, into a place of listening to our heart, not in our head, that's when we can get to a place where we are able to create more, to do more, get, be more efficient, have a better relationship with our families. It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. It's about who you are while you're doing it. That is really, really deep. I like that one, Jackie. <laughs> I like it. Now, Jackie, you gave us a lot of really good information here on, and a lot of things that we can actually start today, but I just wanted you to give us one simple step that we can implement today that will help make us better. So I think to become better as a mom intentionally today, what you can do is really spend time with your kids today. And instead of just trying to get a bunch of things all done at once, just really connect with the inner child within yourself and show up for them as that inner child and Surprise them by playing chase, like chase them around the house or just be super present with them for like an hour and see how they light up. See what lights up in their eyes. Reconnect with your kids on a level that maybe you haven't in a long time. Just numb everything else out. Forget about the dishes. Forget about the laundry. Forget about all the things on your to-do list and just spend time with your kids so deeply in that hour or however long it is that you and them feel like you are rediscovering a relationship. And when you're done with that, I want you to see the difference that it makes for you and the difference that it makes for them. And that is going to be a picture of what it feels like to integrate fully with your purpose and understand that having your full presence in something makes a huge difference and then also affects how you show up in every other area of your life. Nice. I like that one because I feel like nowadays it's harder to do quality time with our kids just because we have so yes. many distractions with our phones mm -hmm. and these notifications and whatnot. So I really think that that's a good one because I know I personally have to take 
all of my electronics and just put them away and literally go sit on the floor with my son and have like yeah. playtime with him because it's so yeah. hard with all of these distractions. I'm not yes. going to. <laughs> That's another thing is I don't have notifications on social media. I run a business on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook a lot for my business. That's how I run my business. And I do not have notifications on Facebook or Instagram or anything. All I get are texts and phone calls. So if you can turn those off mm -hmm. and like, cause that's like a dopamine hit every time we get a notification, it's that like wears us out throughout the day and we don't even realize it. It's like this up and down feeling that we don't even realize we're creating in ourselves. So if we can put the phone away or turn those notifications off, decrease those distractions, and also be less, be a better example for our kids of what it is to spend quality time away from our smartphone. <laughs> you know, it's okay. gonna it's gonna show them what's important too. Yes, I totally agree. Now, Jackie, one question I ask all of my guests is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Superpower? Yes. Oh, it would for sure be um, teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I would like to be able to teleport myself to Hawaii um, or <laughs> oh yes, that Costa work. Rica. Yeah. Or basically like anywhere if I want to go somewhere and be somewhere and I didn't have to like buy a plane ticket, be on the plane, <laughs> mm -hmm. figure out childcare. If I could just like go for the evening and then come back. Oh yeah. That would be amazing. That would. Oh, just for the evening too. That'd be nice. Just go sit on the beach and then come back home and then be. Yeah, well, my again. kids are sleeping. Like, they don't need me for like three hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> nice. I like that one. Now, Jackie, where can we find you if we want to learn more about you online? Yeah. So my uh, podcast is called the Radiantly Rising Podcast, and that's on iTunes and everywhere else. And my uh, I'm on Instagram a lot. And my Instagram handle is Jackie.wist, W-I-S-T. And then my website is JackieWist.com. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. And I'll make sure to include all of that in the show notes. So you will Perfect. be able to find it there. Perfect. So Jackie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this really great information with us. I really do appreciate you. And I am so grateful for all of the things that you shared because I will be implementing it today. Oh, good. <laughs> thank you. It was so lovely talking to you and thanks for having me. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 34. There you'll find the links that Jackie mentioned, as well as a complete blog post on this topic. And if you found this podcast helpful, do me a favor and hit subscribe. This does two things. It lets iTunes know that this is a good podcast to recommend to other moms. And two, it will let you know about upcoming episodes. Now you want to make sure you tune in next week. I'll be talking to a friend of mine about her story about loss during pregnancy. This isn't one of those really heavy topics, but definitely one that you want to check out and listen to if you've experienced this before or if you know someone that has gone through this. Now that does it for this episode. I'll catch you in the next one.